Have you ever thought about what the workplace would be like if it wasn't the way that it was? Have you ever even considered that there might be a different way to work or to show up to work or to interact with your bosses, to interact with your colleagues, to get the job done? Especially if you're in a corporate environment where there is a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation to climb the ladder, to get the promotion, to prove that you want it badly enough. This is going to be an episode that is going to be so beneficial for you to tune into because my guest today in the Fuck It Energy series is a dear friend of mine and someone who has really created a career for herself in the medical sales industry. And this is not my industry, so she's going to be sharing a lot more about what that means and what that looks like. But we have had multiple conversations about the fact that there is a certain way that business and sales specifically, and then the medical industry, which is more male-dominated, is meant to function. And she is really sharing her journey of how she enacts feminine energy within a corporate American work environment as well as how she has shifted out of a heavy, unbalanced masculine of needing to make things happen, needing to grip on to the outcomes that we're wanting to create and moving more into flow. So let's dive in. Welcome to Essence, the show and podcast. Essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract, which determines its character. Here, we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics, unleashing your inner superpower of divine feminine energy and creating sustainable balance through the healed, healthy, and aligned action-taking masculine energy. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, flow frameworks for aligned productivity, and cyclical living inspiration for reclaiming your energetic balance. It's time to say goodbye to hustle scarcity culture and hello to pleasure, intuition, and flow. Pleasure is your purpose, and it's time to harness the universal law of balance, activate your energetic success code, and unleash your true epic and magnetic essence. I'm your host, Feminine Flow CEO, Time Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heinen. It's time to embody epic essence. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Fuck It Energy series, my loves. This is a very special guest series in the Essence Show and podcast. Let me just be really clear to start off. Fuck It Energy is flow energy. When we talk about this flow and the feminine flow and being able to tune into your energetics and the balance within you of the masculine and the feminine, what that really means is releasing this grip on how things have been up until this point, letting go of the pressures of the external expectations and really redefining the way that you want to be showing up and creating success for yourself. In order to do that, you need to start going against the status quo. That is just the reality and the truth of what we're living in, the, the reality that we're living in. And so that is where the fuck it energy comes in. It's permission giving energy for you to take a step back from what you've always done, especially if you're like me and you have lived and achieved in the past under the good girl trope or under the people pleasing conditionings and narratives. 
it is time for you to take that step back, reclaim your God-given power, and say, fuck it. Taking on this fuck it energy from a place of reclaiming your own inner sovereignness, your own inner power, your own inner resilience, and writing your new story. So when you release the invisible cage of these old narratives, of these societal conditionings, of the limiting beliefs around work and success, you free yourself from the hustle, from the burnout, from playing small, and you really step into your most authentic and aligned badass self. And what happens when you do that is you become freaking magnetic to everything you could ever want. So this is where you say fuck it to the pressure and you start to choose pleasure. Pleasure. And that is exactly what we're going to do in this series. So for each episode in the series, you're getting a co-host. This is someone who has harnessed the wisdom of the masculine and the feminine energetics in their own lives and has implemented it across all sorts of different areas, whether that be career, relationships, sexuality, health. These are all real women, real humans who have chosen to disrupt the old narrative in their lives and reclaim this narrative for themselves, reclaim the way that they are working towards success and creating that success in every area of their own lives. So this is about to get deep and be super freaking powerful. Are you ready? Before we dive in, I am your host, your Feminine Flow CEO, your Time Freedom Lifestyle Curator and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. It is time to embody your epic essence. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel, hit that follow button on the podcast, leave a rating and review, leave your comments down below. So let's welcome our guests for this week and let's dive in. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so happy to have you here. So in this series, in the Fuck It Energy series, which was initially meant to be a podcast, but we are changing gears, going with the flow. That's what we're all about here. But the whole intention behind the series is to basically have guests, but what I'm calling you are my co-hosts because... I'm actually here to learn something from you today and open up a discussion around what it looks like for you and your, your you and your life to live from the masculine versus feminine energy, how you create balance, how you are striving towards your success and the life that you want to create. Um, and one of my favorite things about this is that I know you very, very well. And yes. so we're going to have a really fun conversation today, but I love that you're not in my space and I'm mm -hmm. not in your space. So there's right. both from both sides. There's a lot that we're going to bring to the table today and talk about. So let's just dive right in. Okay. I'm going to pass the mic over to you Thank figuratively you. and literally. Okay. Um, and why don't you just introduce yourself to our community, to our viewers and share, yeah, who you are, what you do. And then we can give like a little backstory on why we know each other so well. Sure. No worries. Well, hello everyone. My name is Sarah Squira. I don't know if you need to know my name or not or last name or Let's not. Do it. Yeah. Um <laughs> I am Libby's friend of seven years now. Seven years. Since 2015. So we're we're tight. Um we met <laughs> at university at Western. So we were uh first year floor mates mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Then we were Basically. roommates in university the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's where I went to school. I did a medical science and environment and health double major there. So Libby has seen me in lots of stressed out times yeah. and that sort of thing. Great mm -hmm. times too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, so that's what I studied and I'm now, uh, working for a medical device company as a product manager. Uh, and that's, you know, my, my day job there. So yeah 
that's that's a little bit about me you'll you'll get to know more about me throughout this yeah and like you said we've been through like all the ups and downs together and I think that one of the unique things of us having this conversation now is we were in each other's lives in a time where there was like a lot of personal development a lot of growth that happens when you are studying and in university and you know, the anxiety around figuring out what am I meant to do? And I have to figure it out all right away. And we were even talking about this today, like even being in your twenties and thinking like, oh my God, I have to have it all figured out. And it's just not true, but you just have this expectation or this feeling that everyone else knows. And then you're like, shit, what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, seeing each other through the ups and downs of the pressures that we are basically putting on on ourselves. Um, and that those don't just show up out mm-hmm. of nowhere, that those are built on long, like past histories and conditionings yeah. and childhood and also society and what we've been taught. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's a really good place for us to kind of start and dive into yes. just like fully into the deep end. I know fully. I'm like all of a sudden, like let's <laughs> talk about belief system yes. and our conditioning, <laughs> Um. but maybe share a little bit because then we'll talk about like yeah. corporate um, North America, which is essentially what the theme of today is yeah um but yeah kind of how you have seen yourself progress mm-hmm. from working you know in pressure and stress and anxiety mm-hmm. and now moving into still a very demanding field to be in mm-hmm. and like how you manage all of that yeah oh my gosh that is such a loaded I know, question a loaded. Conversation. We'll break it down. so we'll break it down but 100 <clears throat> I think just starting with the growth that you experience in your twenties is so profound, I find. And especially Mm -hmm. like when you move away from university, which we were both fortunate enough to do. And given that time and space to just develop on your own, I think is so incredibly valuable. And I know that I found so much of myself when I was able to figure it out and kind of, you know, have space, have space and live and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that was such a great time for that. And just like you were saying, like, when you're studying school, it's very stressful Mm -hmm. and very much like, as you saw with my program, I was very just rigorous. I was stressed so much and it was, um, that makes it sound like I was stressed 24 seven. Like you just like life, you figure it out. And in the beginning when you really don't know what's going on, what you're doing, you're just figuring it out. And then you kind of learn it along the way. And then you get the hang of it. And then you're like, okay, I've got this. I've got a system in place. Um, so even just learning that in university was so great. Cause I was like, all right, even when you're going through hard times, mm-hmm. you got to figure out what works for you. And yeah. so, um, I've definitely been able to apply that in my professional mm-hmm. career. Um, and it's interesting to see the, like the dynamic change, because when you go from like going to university, for example, to then starting work, it's such a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has such a different experience with that. So I can only speak to my own experience. Um, mine has been really good so far. I feel like when I look at at it collectively and kind of from just a bird's eye view, is that the the way to say it? Yeah. Um, I've been pretty fortunate. I feel because I've had really good, just leaders in place who've Mm -hmm. always really just prioritized like balance and really it's always like a top-down thing too like if you don't have people um here who are supposed to guide you and kind of mentor you saying that then it's really tough to follow that Mm -hmm. 
um, going back to, again, even university, it's like, no one really was telling us what to do. Yeah. So we were just going with it and you don't know how to like regulate emotions sometimes yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. anyways, back to it. So I've been able to have like a pretty fortunate experience. Um, but I'm also part of like this woman's organization within the company that I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so I get a lot of exposure to different perspectives there, especially like people who are moms, um, whether they've just become a mom, they're like 10 years into it, 20 years into it. It's, it's all really interesting to see the different dynamics and even just to see a woman's perspective in her corporate career. If she's been in it for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, that sort of thing, because everyone's, everyone's experience is going to be so different because they've experienced different generations that I didn't in, in the right. corporate way. Um, so it's even just interesting to hear like how that has changed, but yeah, that's just like dipping our toes into it. I know but... such a loaded question, big topic. Um, okay. So we've talked about this a lot, like the whole concept around masculine energy and feminine yes. energy. Yeah. How do you see that in your life mm-hmm. and then also in your work environment? Yeah, that's a really good question because I didn't really know about like masculine feminine energies until recently really until I started following like not following you because I've always been following you but like when you started yeah it's a progress it's a process yeah once I I was like (laughs) reading your emails and everything and I was like oh that's what it's called right um so it just felt it felt good to identify what those things are like what the feminine and what the masculine is um because then you're able to label and recognize which one you're in or Mm -hmm. which one is dominating a little bit more. So for the longest time, I was definitely in the masculine energy, like structure, routine, and just hustle, stress, like pressure, pressure, all that sort of stuff. And I'm just, I'm kind of naming like, not the negatives of masculine energy, but just like the ones that dominated for me, I feel, um, because like everything masculine and feminine, like they're good and bad to both or not even, there's just facts about both. And it's like what you make of it, I guess. Yeah. One of the things that I say all the time is like the, the qualities like masculine isn't inherently bad just because we tend to talk about it in these words. Exactly. Um, doesn't make it inherently wrong. It's when we don't have the balance to, um, yeah balance it out on yeah, the other side like we're sure. too much in the one and we don't yeah. have anything on the other so that's when yeah. we fall into unhealthy or mm-hmm. wounded as I call it masculine energy yeah um and that is yeah, yeah coming from a place of pressure which generally comes from a place of lack and fear like we're taking mm-hmm. action feeling like I'm not good enough I need to do more like I can't yeah. figure this out like the mindset and the beliefs are mm-hmm. really important for sure um so 100 like yeah. you said shadow side light side yeah. positives things to look at. Yeah. 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 You got it for sure. So it like, once I recognized that, like the differences between the two labeling it, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of when I was able to take a step back and be like, okay, I can be more in my feminine and that's mm-hmm. okay. Like that's totally fine. Right. And I actually find that when I step into my feminine more and, and have it just more balanced, that's when things kind of start to happen or people will start to kind of um, maybe give me a compliment for my work or like, like I differentiate myself more by doing that. And that's something that I've noticed. I love that. That's such a good point to hone in on. It's like, that is quite literally like your magnetism and your superpower because it's it's very unique to you and you're not just conforming to fit into a mold. And again, not that 
the way that things are is inherently bad, but it's just like, how can I do this and make it mine? Exactly. Exactly. And especially like, I want to, like, I'm very early on in my career. And so I definitely want to, um, yeah, not, not fit the mold and kind of do things in my own way and differentiate myself in that way. So something that's just even coming to mind right now, it's like, okay, if I go to a meeting and just like wear all pink, like I would never do that. And even that thought just like, is there some resistance? Because (laughs) because I'm like, because pink is associated with the, with, you know, feminine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, what if I just don't get taken seriously by doing that? And like, just things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's so funny how these things are ingrained in us. And it's like, and it truly has nothing to do with anything. Like your brain doesn't change. Your knowledge doesn't change just based on what you're wearing, but it's the general conditioning and the association that you've been taught around that. And it's like, well, why is she, why does she think she has the right to be so bold? Like that's what comes to mind for me. Like who does she think she is? Yeah to think, to dress like that. And that comes back. I mean, exactly to what you're saying. And that's like, how can I lean into the feminine in a way that feels safe? Yeah. But then also recognizing the ways in which I've rejected parts of that because I would never do that because what I've been conditioned to believe is that being seen in this space isn't safe for me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Even just you saying that, I'm like, so profound. I'm like, I'm learning right now here. So um, yeah, I think it's just like a practice though. And I think it's a conversation that's becoming more prevalent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I think a lot of people are like, even to me, just such a new concept. So I'm curious to see how things are going to change once yeah. it's kind of embedded into into like into things in the future. For sure. Yeah. And you, I know this, but you also briefly mentioned this before you've had um, a lot of really great people in your environment, in your work environment who have shown you a different way of doing things. And we were even talking about this the other day, like in your first role, Mm -hmm. having a boss who was very, um, supportive of lunch breaks, even, which is like a crazy thing to just even know, (laughs) but that you were like, yeah, like if I hadn't had, like, if I had had a boss who was always at her computer at their computer working, that probably would have been something that I I would have taken on. For sure, yeah. And again, just like noticing that. So mm-hmm. I would love to kind of lean into like the feminine energy in this environment, mm-hmm. how you see it for mm-hmm. yourself, like ways in right. which you're like, okay, maybe not wearing like the pink suit to the meeting. For sure. Yeah. Um, If that's like, you know, that's a, that's a lot yeah. for, potentially in that yeah, feeling yeah. space. But um, yeah, how you're leaning into it and how also maybe the people around you are leaning into it. Mm-hmm. And here I'm already going off on a tangent, but like how you would love for it to be. Like when you look, because yeah. like you said, beginning of your career, there's so much potential. Sure. Also the way that I see where we're at right now, collectively, I think that this is a really big topic that's going yeah. to become really prominent and yeah. how we understand things and how we shift for things sure. collectively. Um, so yeah, how you see that kind of progressing. Mm-hmm. Also even just like how you would like for it to be essentially. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with like, Ooh where we are now, like yeah. how you see things now, for the sure. environment that you're in, yeah. well, where I, you're at with it. For sure. I definitely see major differences just between um, whether it's like divisions at my work mm-hmm. or even just different industries. So whether that's like tech or med tech or real estate or media, like whatever it may be, even just talking to other people that I know, mm-hmm. seeing those differences, it's so fascinating. Um, I would say I'm probably more in a little bit more of a masculine energy space yeah the the division that I'm in which would be orthopedics um so 
it's, uh, it's changing for sure. And like, again, I haven't experienced anything bad about it. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like this thing that people say. Um, but I think similarly to what you do at work, you want to identify your own strengths and how you can bring that to the table. I think you can approach the masculine and the feminine in a similar way for sure, and be like, okay, well, I like to do these things more in the masculine or those things a little bit more in the feminine and maybe bring that to the table. And I feel like that conversation would be really interesting because then you can work, work off of it and be like, okay, um, Lucy really likes structure and she's very much in her, in her masculine and in this particular thing, Mm -hmm. you can organize your team and your processes in a way that will maximize the potential. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Basically, yeah. yeah, maximize the potential <laughs> just in a way that will be conducive to everyone's happiness and strengths and in a way that's going to make it flow. It's not going to feel yeah. forced, right? I love yeah. that so much. And I, I think you just completely nailed like the best definition of masculine feminine energy, which yeah. is understanding what your strengths are yeah, and that not all of our strengths and work lie within the masculine because I think right. that, that tends to be what we see and that's when we're like too much in, in one or the other, yeah. in this case in the masculine, where it's like, everything has to be done this way. And it's like, well, what if part of my strengths in this? And again, like in every industry and especially in the medical industry, like structure and masculine energy is super important because like a lot of these could be like Mm -hmm. very critical situations. Yeah. Um, And also being able to say, well, there's like a really like nurturing aspect that Mm -hmm. I would love to bring into like the way that I interact with Mm -hmm. my clients or my reps or my, my team members. And Mm -hmm. like, I know that that's a strength of mine where they feel like they can like be in a safe space to ask questions and that's going to further their growth. Just like a very, very, very basic example. Mm -hmm. But I love how you framed it in that way because it's, it's so true. And it opens up the, the lens of, what are all the other strengths that we're maybe not really giving enough space to or Mm -hmm. as much value to because for sure they're not the initial ones that maybe come to our heads for sure and I feel like empathy comes to mind for me Mm -hmm. that's something that in the in the workspace I feel sometimes gets like a little bit forgotten about like we're all human here right we all make mistakes and we all have lives outside of work and and all that sort of stuff so I feel like empathy is is a feminine energy that, that gets forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like losing my train of thought a little bit. I'm looking at there's all the just notes so much, made. there's just like so much to chat about, but I feel like, um, when you bring that to the table at work, that's even something that like differentiates you. And I feel people are starting to admire and appreciate that more. Mm-hmm. I know I really learned a lot about human nature during my serving days when I used to like yeah. serve and bartend in university. And I like, you are really able to observe humans and how they act and how they react. So mm-hmm. a lot of my skills were really from, from that job, I would say. Yeah. And I really learned how to converse with people and how to deal with people. And I remember if there was ever sort of like conflict that would come about, at the end of the day, people just want to be seen and people just want to be heard. Yeah. And that's going to come through like being gentle and empathetic mm-hmm. and not being like really into your, into your masculine. Um, and immediately when I was like that, and I felt like the person was being seen and heard by me, conflict immediately just dissipated. Mm-hmm. And I really take that with me into work now. And it's, it really just kind of comes down to having a an honest and vulnerable conversation with the person just being like, 
okay, no, it wasn't, you know, you're not getting mad about this. Like what's going on? Like what's, what's really happening here. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just, um, yeah, just differentiating those things I think has been super valuable. Yeah. I love that. And like going deeper than just what's on the surface. Essentially, for sure. For sure. How do you see, um, people pleasing and burnout Mm. playing out for you personally? Let's start there. Yeah, for sure. People pleasing. Yeah. That's, I think we all really want to, I guess I can't really speak for everyone, but I feel like for type A people, maybe (laughs) like, like present. Yeah. Yeah. Present. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like people pleasing can be so innate Mm -hmm. for us because you just, you want to make the person happy, but I think it's also like coming from an insecurity of yourself. So it's, you want to make that person happy, but you really want to prove to them that you're worthy and that you're valuable. And I Mm -hmm. think that's where people pleasing really comes from. Um, and then burnout, that's like, oh my gosh, post pandemic, pre pandemic, (laughs) during the pandemic, what a discussion. And like that's evolved and changed in so many ways too. Um, and oh my gosh, this one's just, this is a loaded one. This is so different for everyone. Yeah. I feel like 2022, a lot of people experienced burnout. We were like transitioning back into normal life post pandemic. And I feel like you had to ramp things up a little bit mm-hmm. and we weren't used to that. We we finally got adjusted to like pandemic life. Yeah. And being like flip flop. Exactly. Exactly. So I know I was part of like this book club with the woman's organization at work and we were reading Thrive by Ariana Huffington. And she has a really great book on her experience with burnout mm-hmm. um, and how she's completely pivoted after this experience where she uh, basically like fainted, hit her head against the desk because yeah. she was just so exhausted. Um, so I just think you have to manage stress in ways that are just going to be working for you. And then something that I've really learned along the way is like not every day or not every week is going to be balanced necessarily. And for me, that's okay. Because as long as I can look back on a month or a couple of months and be yeah. like, I'm okay, I'm feeling good. Sure. Maybe these two weeks were crazy, but I was able to reel it back a little bit. after that and, and give myself what I needed. So I found that when I was looking at, um, balance from like a daily perspective, I was really setting myself up for failure because how unrealistic it is to have every single day balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, so once I realized that things just kind of changed for me and I approach it much more just from a bigger picture I would say I love that yeah I love that and it's zooming out and seeing zooming the bird's out. eye view I know yeah. we talked about that so I'm, often yeah this week. I'm really bad at zooming out so this is like something I can zoom out and no it's great and I mean I think and I don't think I know we've talked about this recently as well like just noticing cyclical thinking and the cyclical nature like that's yeah. something that you've started to like lean into as well for sure and that's exactly that like that's saying okay like here's the big picture the other thing that we've actually we've talked about a lot of these things yeah but like being in a busy season and like letting that be okay as long as it's coming from an intentional place as opposed to like I'm doing the most again like people pleasing comes up yeah like seeking external validation like you nailed that yeah that's exactly what it is and Mm -hmm. it's from the wounded feminine which is like I need to give, give, give just yeah. as much as it is from the wounded masculine, which is, um, I need to work for my worth for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just being able to be like, okay, like that's okay. And, yeah. and noticing that and then having that bigger picture of, okay, but for then sure. next week 
I can't overcommit. Like I need yeah. to reel it in and maybe say no to something. Exactly. And like, where am I at with that on a, yeah. on a body, energy, physical, emotional yeah. level? hundred percent. I, yeah, you just nailed it right there. I think it's just, <laughs> yeah, just acknowledging that sometimes it's going to be crazy. Lean into it. Mm-hmm. Well, just kind of enjoy the ride, you know, yeah, go with like, the flow, <laughs> go with the flow, go with the flow. This is my new year's intention. Yeah. One of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you just really have to lean into it, but, but then you have to make that boundary and be like, yeah, I'm not available next week. That doesn't mean you're busy. You might not have yeah. anything planned, yeah. but you're just not available and you're going to have that time for yourself. And I don't know, we're like that. So we need that. So, yeah. We yeah. both are like that. We need yeah. that downtime, but most of us do need that. Yeah, and exactly. most of us need it more than we probably would like to admit. Yes. And more than we probably make yes. time for. And for sure. For. for sure. And it's also interesting because you have both perspectives of like North America and yeah. Europe. So mm-hmm. you can see how that differs as well. And then I'm also like, I'm Polish. So my parents, they really value that balance. Yeah. Whereas I see some people who like, don't have any Europe European heritage maybe per se and this isn't to say that it's like just European heritage but um it's just interesting to see how that hustle culture is so um put on a pedestal sometimes oh yeah and that's when like you were the raised American with that, dream too yeah, but then when when you weren't raised with that that's abnormal to you mm-hmm. like you and I are like we we're talking about like vacation um differences between North America and Europe and you're like Germany gets six weeks and yeah like I have four weeks and I feel like that's standard like vacation time and then paid time off sort of thing mm-hmm. um but then if people don't take it and they find pride in that I'm like that's not something to be proud of so yeah. I don't know if we're getting, going off on a tangent no either, it's but... great it's all it's all relevant <laughs> um no it's all relevant um, okay, so let's do maybe like a little rapid fire round okay. um, to start wrapping things up. Okay. Um, for the masculine energy, like mm-hmm. what were some core beliefs that you feel you were taught growing up? Because we're talking mm-hmm. about like heritage mm-hmm. and like, I think that that's super interesting too, that each yeah. culture in itself brings with it for certain sure. ideals of like what's expected. Yeah. So like, we don't need to get personal or specific mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. in the lens of like, you need to work really hard to make money. You have to work mm-hmm. long hours. Like what, what are some beliefs that you used to have that you either mm-hmm. are like wanting to release or yeah. that you have that you don't have anymore? Yeah, no, that's such a good question. I feel like growing up, actually, my parents were pretty good with the balance thing. Like they were, um, you know, get educated, yeah. get a good job, all this sort of things. But it like, we always went on vacations again, fortunate enough to go travel yeah. and that sort of thing. And so I was really raised with the values of like work hard, but also take that time to rest. Mm-hmm. However, again, being raised in North America, I feel that just from external places, it was definitely taught to like work the long hours, be the first in the office and last mm-hmm. in the office. And that's how you're only going to succeed. And, and that sort of thing in university, I learned working long hours. You can only work for so long in a day um, and when you're rested and you're feeling good, you're going to be way more productive. You're going to be way more efficient. Yeah. So yeah. Does that answer that question? For sure. Or, yeah? yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it's, it's very, I mean, it's a personal question. I yeah. feel like I kind of put you on the spot there and I'm like, Sarah, <laughs> talk to me about your past. But, um, no, I think it's, it's always mm-hmm. just helpful because the masculine and feminine energies. Like, I mean, they're pretty arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a concept and I could call it like 
pizza and pasta right. the same way I call it moon and sun and yin yeah. and yang. Yeah, yeah. And so to kind of put an experience and a lived mm-hmm. experience to the energy and being like, okay, sure. like this is a new way that I'm showing up in this. Yeah. Like, I think that that's just really helpful for, for yeah. people to hear. For sure. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you want to speak to about being a woman in the corporate workplace um, energetically or like pressures, anything mm-hmm. that's kind of like, okay, I really want to say this still. Mm-hmm. I truly think that what you think you are, what you believe, people feel that from you. Yeah. There's no reason to ever feel like you don't belong in the room, that you don't belong at the at the board room table. Yeah. You really just have to believe in yourself. And it's just the cheesiest sort of advice. Um, but it's something that I've realized like if I don't believe in myself, who's going to believe in me? Yeah. Like you have to believe in yourself first and foremost, and that energy is just going to radiate. Yeah. So just always believe that you're meant to be where you are. And like, even if you're not where you want to be right now, lean in, let it flow, let things be, mm-hmm. trust the process. It's all going to work out like exactly as it's supposed to. Yeah. So while doing that, which is for me, like the feminine, so Letting things be flowing, releasing the timeline, releasing happen now. Like simultaneously, keep working hard and keep working um, productively, yeah, and efficiently, but in a way that you're still recognizing your boundaries yeah. and being rested you're and in alignment sort of stuff. with exactly your greater picture goals, but also with yeah. your own internal needs. Hundred percent, and that's yeah. balance. Like that's external yeah. masculine, internal feminine. Like yeah, exactly. And that's I think that that's probably like, I'm saying probably putting words in your mouth, but personally, I know that's mm-hmm. a constant process. Like yeah. that oh is just no matter what job you're in, no matter oh. like what age you are, you're yeah. always going to be in this process of, okay, we're balancing again. Okay. We're oh, balancing yeah. again. Like it's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every single day it's, it's, you're learning. Yeah. You're learning. It's a practice. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is the fuck it energy series. Mm-hmm. And like, yes. we're talking a lot about the masculine and feminine energy. So I kind of want to just wrap it back around before yeah. we um, wrap this up. Yeah, for sure. And that brings us to the question, like what fuck it energy are you in right now for yourself? Like, what are you kind of saying? Like, fuck it too. And again, just to reiterate, this isn't like a fuck you to someone. No, or to something. No, no. This is a saying fuck it energy is flow energy. So yeah. I'm, I'm letting go of this mm-hmm. pressure and this need to be a certain way or like to make yeah. it happen or to like like again, being in this forceful energy and I'm moving mm-hmm. into more of the feminine within how I'm showing up to succeed. And yeah. that's the like fucking energy. Cause at the end of the day, and we've talked about this, like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like no. you're alive and breathing right now. So yeah. whether this thing happens now or not, mm-hmm. ideally, of course, if it's a goal or like, yeah, I want it to happen. Yeah. And, like, I really would love this for myself, Yeah, but like, how can I let go of the pressure of needing it to happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the fucking energy. So yes. what is a fucking energy thing for you in your life right now? For me, that's just letting things be, mm-hmm. being present, just enjoying the present for me. And that probably, if someone says, fuck it, energy, you're probably not thinking like calm, enjoying the present, that sort of thing. But for me, that's letting go of things I can't control, totally. enjoying where I'm, where I'm at. And just, I don't know, you always have to think of yourself also like five years ago, you're probably yes. where you wanted to be five years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, five, like, you know what I'm saying? To- yeah. Five, but like, past you know, self, past self yeah. <laughs> would be really happy with me right now. So why don't I take the time to enjoy that? And that for me is fucking energy. It's yeah. like, you know, everything's going to fall into place yeah. exactly how it's supposed to. And even when it doesn't seem like it's falling into place, 
trust me, it is. Cause when yeah. I look at things in the past that didn't work out and I really tried to like mm-hmm. make it work or like try to just control it, you know, the universe always laughs when you make a plan, right? Yeah. So you just have to just go like surf the wave. It's, totally. You just have to go with it. So yeah. that for me is my fucking energy is just yeah. being present with where I'm at and just kind of getting out of the rat race. It sounds like, like yeah. out of that, like that, sure. that's the fucking, it's like, fuck that. I'm going to do things on my terms yeah. and with it. And I'm, I mean, you're mm-hmm. working, you're showing yeah. up for the things that you want. Like it's, you are, sh- you are doing it. Yeah, for sure. And then it's like, okay. And I can just be in that yeah. and enjoy that. I love exactly. that. Yeah. So it's definitely, but again, it's a practice and it's like, three weeks ago was I in this headspace like maybe not but then yeah there's something about a new year that brings you just <laughs> this excitement and new chapter and it really is and again lean into that I know people make fun of resolutions and um I think you have to just make like intentions and Agreed. like priorities right mm-hmm. um so I'm just really excited for for that and to be in that space because it feels like I haven't been for a while so I'm just like kind of sitting back yeah. and, and enjoying where I'm at. So Amazing. it already feels good. Yes. Fuck yeah. it. Energy exactly. is here to support you Yes, in moving into that direction. Yes. I, I love it. it. Yes. Amazing. Woo. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like we're going to wrap this up now. Yeah. We've been chatting. We could chat literally all oh, night. We could chat for hours. For right? hours and hours. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I just need to try and bring together some of the things that we talk yeah. about. This is like a glimpse into how long we could talk for about 100%. this stuff. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions for Sarah, you can leave them below in the comments and we will be back to answer them collectively then for sure. Um, because this is a little bit different. Like usually you have a guest on who, you know, has like their business online or something. And like, I don't want to interfere in your personal space. Oh yeah. Um, but so much value, so much wisdom. Thank you for having this conversation. Thank you for being my co-host today. So thank you for having me. Like when you asked me, I was so excited. And then right before we started, I was like, I'm so nervous. I don't even know what to say here, but it just flows. It so. does just flow when you just let go. Yeah. It really that's why, that's why it rhymes. Look at that's that. literally why it rhymes. <laughs>